And in this corner, weighing in at a set of blueberries, the standard low-fat Republican, grand old Republican, who refuses to fight the Democrats the way they fight us, Governor Goofball. And in this corner, weighing in at a set of Vidalia onions, the teller of truth, the slayer of Democrats. Folks, people want a champion. A man and his microphone. The really real deal with Brother Craig, the hatchet man. You don't know me, but I'm your brother. I was raised here in this living hell. You don't know my kind in your world. soon, the time will tell. You Welcome to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio Program, The Really Real Deal. And, uh, hey, the hatchet man is here in the house. Uh, I've got um, Mark here, man in the board. I've got Maximus standing guard. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, Maximus is doing his job. And, uh, hey, the Hatchet Band here, I'm going to do my job, folks. And uh, I just want to say welcome to the program. Uh, so much to talk about. We have missile strikes in Syria. Uh, we have uh, Sebastian Gorka coming to Richmond this week, my good friends from the Middle Resolution. Uh, we have uh, a, a, um, an organization that I'm affiliated with, the Virginia Christian Alliance, being accused of being haters and uh, and we we're literally we are literally on the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center's hate group list. Okay, now they took the Nation of Islam off their list, and they I guess they replaced them with us. Okay, and uh, now are we a hate group? Well, I mean we hate evil. Okay, we hate lies. Uh, we hate a lot of things, but we love people. And uh, now the Nation of Islam they cannot say that. They literally say that they hate. White people, okay? They literally say that they hate Jews, okay? So, uh, but they're not on the hate list. We are on the hate, on the hate list, okay? And, uh, and I am very, very proud to be the school choice advocate uh, over at the Virginia Christian Alliance. And, uh, you know, that's one of the ways that uh, these people are ruining this nation. Uh, our coalition, the coalition that I love, that I speak to, that I... Uh, admonish the Christian, conservative, constitutional, capitalistic coalition. Uh, we are a group of people that believe in things that are real, the Word of God. We believe in science. Uh, we believe in math. We believe in the business cycle. We believe that uh, supply and demand works uh, just like one plus one equals two, not 11. Okay, we believe in real things. And, and of course, the coalition of evil their job is to get you to focus on emotionalism, to uh, take you out of the sound mind that God Almighty gave you, okay? And so one of the ways they do that, uh, well, there are many ways they do that, uh, actually, but um, uh, they, they encourage you to engage in all sorts of um, sexuality, drug use, uh, you know, anger, hatred, everything that would 
take your mind off of uh, meditating on the good things of, of the world and have your mind to meditate on evil. And so uh, one of the primary groups of people they go after, uh, they are our children, okay? They go after our children. And also, they go after, uh, look, look at how they're treating my good friends at the Middle Resolution, okay? We're bringing Dr. Sebastian Gorka uh, to Richmond, um, what is it, Wednesday, this Wednesday coming up, okay? Uh, Six o'clock, you guys got to be there, all right? And it'll be uh, at uh, 555 East Canal Street, which is, uh, it's a Delta Hotel. It's a Delta Hotel by Marriott, uh, on Canal Street, 555 East Canal Street, 6 to 8 p.m. Wednesday. And uh, these people hate Dr. Gorka because Dr. Cork, Dr. Gorka is a truth teller. He's an onion toter, okay? Just like my guest that's going to be joining us at uh, 1030, the bottom of our first hour. We are so blessed. We're going to have Dr. Jerome Corsi joining us again. And uh, in my 10-year career, I've been so blessed and honored to have Dr. Corsi uh, join us at, I think, at least nine or 10 times uh, we've had him every time he writes a new book. And, you know, he's quite prolific. Uh, he he blesses our audience by coming back on The Really Real Deal. And he is a really real deal author, a truth teller, an onion toter, okay? The man is absolutely fearless, okay? And so we're looking forward to him uh, at the bottom of the hour. But, you know, and it's not just men like that that they attack. Or, and, or you can just be an ordinary Christian. Take, for example, the woman uh, that is uh, a former Miami Dolphins cheerleader. She's a Christian. They, I mean, the NFL attacked her because they say, hey, you, you cheerleaders, you all can't talk about God. You can't talk about Christian faith. They made her take her Christian uh, references down off of her personal her personal Facebook and other um, social media. Now, why would they do that? Well, apparently the other cheerleaders were made uncomfortable. Uh, there was a group of them that had gotten together, and they would I guess they were giggling and having girl talk. I don't know. I wasn't there, but you know I heard some parts of her give an interview, and she she was explaining this. One of the women brought up. The subject of, uh, you know, what type of music do you listen to when you're having sex? Okay. And this particular cheerleader, she said, well, I wouldn't know because I'm saving myself for sex for after I find a husband and get married. And this offended the other women. This offended them. Okay. And so, I guess one of these went, I don't know, maybe, maybe more than one uh, woman. Someone went to the NFL to have them put this woman in check. Now, why would they do that? You know, why would they not be content to just have the, all the sex they want and leave this woman alone? Because she wants, she has a promise ring on her finger, and the promise ring, is that's a, a reminder to her, a promise, you know, perhaps... Her father gave her that ring, which is a that's a very, very good idea for the fathers out here. OK, uh, I, I, it, it, it wasn't said where she got the ring from, but she has a promise ring on her finger, which is a promise to remain celibate until after she gets married. OK, and these people, they will not leave her alone. And see, and this is the this is the big problem. The devil is not going to leave us alone. 
Folks, you got to open your Bibles. After Jesus got baptized by John the Baptist and went out into the wilderness up on a mountain for 40 days to fast and pray, Satan comes and literally tempts Jesus. So, I mean, what do you think he's going to do with us, okay? He's going to send a demon. Now, my friends at Middle Resolution had a meeting uh, at their meeting last month. These people, these people came to their meeting and called them Nazis, okay? The president of Middle Resolution went over in a very gentlemanly, Christ-like manner, Okay, because these are ladies and gentlemen. These are Christians. These are patriots. And so they went over to allow the, these people to have their First Amendment rights of free expression uh, in opposition to what they're about. Uh, so the president went over to shake the hand of the leader of this group that was there to protest them. And, the, 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 and it was a female. It wasn't a, wasn't a lady. I guess this would have been a broad, okay? Okay, so I guess after she would um, listen to her music and have sex, she'll, she'll go and uh, pour herself a, a drink and, and smoke a cigarette and, uh, and, and say something snazzy, okay? She's not a lady. She's a broad, okay? <laughs> and uh, this chick could not be a lady for a minute. She could not be polite for a minute. She refused to shake their hands and says, I don't shake hands with Nazis. And then these women proceeded to follow the, the, the middle resolution ladies. And now these are ladies. These are Christian ladies. Follow them into the ladies room. Okay. And I, maybe they can't read the sign. I think most of these signs, they, they say ladies room. Okay. So these women, these chicks that are not ladies, on the false pretenses, went into the ladies' room, okay? <laughs> well, I mean, you can't make this stuff up, folks. Well, they proceeded to harass these ladies and call them Nazis, okay? I mean, so these people, they're not going to let us alone, okay? They, so we might as well fight them, okay? They're not letting our friends at Middle Resolution alone. So we need, Hatchet Nation needs to show up and uh, the tickets are $50 each, $85 per couple. Wednesday, April 18th, that's this Wednesday coming up, okay, 6 to 8 p.m., 555 East Canal Street. Dr. Sebastian Gorka is not only brilliant, he's fearless, okay? And so we need to show up to show these people that we will not be intimidated and that we are going to support people that they try to intimidate. Okay, like they try to intimidate this lady who is a um, a Christian cheerleader. Okay, it's um, but anyway, I'm a little long on on the open here. Uh, we're gonna take a, a quick break, and when we come back, I've been talking to you guys for quite a while now about the 100 man challenge, and la in the last two weeks, I have challenged our audience to show up coming up this Thursday, April 19th. Because our 100-man challenge, so far we, we, we averaged between 30 and 40 men, which that's good. But this is our last opportunity, folks, for this school year to come out and mentor these young men 
uh, over at the Academy at Virginia Randolph. So on the line, right after the break, uh, we're going to bring Dana Smith on, and he's going to share with you all a little more about the 100-man challenge. We will be right back. A man and his microphone. Brother Craig. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, TheFirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Right, you tell them, Michael Jackson, we're talking about the man in the mirror. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. And, uh, hey, talk about man in the mirror. Talk about an onion toter. Talk about man's world radio. Hey, that's what we are, and that's what my very good friend Dana Smith is all about. And, uh, Dana, thank you so much for joining us here on The Really Real Deal. And, uh, brother, this is a great thing you all are doing out at the, uh, the Academy at Virginia Randolph. Uh, so why don't you share again with the audience what's going on and why we need 100 men, real real men, onion-toting men. Good morning, Craig. I want to thank you for promoting this on your show. Oh, and it's I a pleasure. Everybody know Craig has been at every one of the five scheduled events so far. He spoke at one and he knocked it out of the ballpark, so we really appreciate that. Oh, support. thank you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Virginia Randolph, it's the last up, the alternative school. A lot of our students here, we're realizing they don't have, our young men do not have males at home, parents, uncles, or any kind of mentor. So we wanted this 100-man event to show them support. There are adult, responsible males in the community to care about. So every third Thursday all year, we've been meeting at 8 o'clock in the morning till about 9.30. It's done with our young men, just talking to them, giving them support, and then we have a speaker to let them know that we care. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and it's a great thing. And I I see in the eyes of some of those young men, because I, too, was a fatherless young man. And when I was in that age group, the the greatest thing I wanted, Dana, was for a man to take interest in me. Okay, in order to show me how to be a man. That that was what I wanted. And I couldn't I, I didn't know how to put that into words when I was a boy. 
Exactly, and that's what, what a lot of them need. That's what we're trying to provide in the school, and now we're trying to get some community support for it. The details, it's at our academy at Virginia Randolph. It's at 2204 Mountain Road in Glen Allen. That's near the Woodman Road area right off 295. And it goes from 8, 8 in the morning to about 9.30. You will need to have a, a, a volunteer application either filled out when you come or bring one with you. And the contact information for folks, uh, Jeff Milner is our associate principal. He was going to call you this morning, Craig, but yeah. he's out running the 10K, so he'd been a little out of breath by now. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> God bless email. him. I need to do that one of these years, run that oh, 10K. <laughs> <laughs> or walk it, just do yeah, it. Right? <laughs> yeah, it would be a walk-run with me. I'll run for a while and walk for a while. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so now tell folks a little more, Dana, about okay. Okay. how to get the application. Uh, they can You can go online and download it and fill it out ahead of time, right? You can go to the Henrico County Schools website and download the mentor or the volunteer application. And the, the, Mr. Milner, his email, and he can send it to you as well, is J-A-M-I-L-L. N E at Henrico dot K twelve dot VA dot US. And you can simply call the school and they can help you. The school's number is 804-261-5085. Okay. Yeah, and then and I, I have it all up right here on the uh, Henrico County uh, Republican Party web page and all that information is there and it's not a republican or democrat event this just happened to be one of the groups the uh it's a very diverse group of people that show up businessmen you know republican democrat christians uh, a very diverse group of men that shows up and uh and so for you out there in our listening audience uh we welcome you as well and uh you would be doing me a very personal favor uh, to show up because, as I stated earlier uh, to our dear listeners, I was one of these young men, and so it's uh, and and God seemed to throughout my entire life always uh, put father figure type men in my life, and so I've always been blessed to have a a father, even though when I was a boy. I didn't know that I didn't have a father, you know, <laughs> but I just, it's like there are many of them around. And so let these young men know that there are men around. And, um, you know, I was blessed, Dana, to be able to pick and choose my fathers. <laughs> yeah, so... Well, now it looks like it worked out well for you, Craig. Well, yeah, and uh, you know, and 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 I'm gonna tell you, I I remember some of the interacting with some of these young men. They um, they really, really are interested in engaging with men from the community, and so I don't think now you're gonna have some that put up a tough um, I don't care attitude, but that I think that tough I don't care attitude. Uh, I think that's a smokescreen. I think sometimes they, they, they're testing you to see if, well, you're not going to care just like no one else cares, and so I'm going to throw attitude at you. But if you just don't give up and continue to show you care, 
Uh, is it your experience, Dana, that over time, uh, some of these young men, that attitude melts? It does. It's a maturity thing, and, it, and it, it's, but it's, some of it has to come from within them, and we have to see a way to bring it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And challenging them. And so the key word is challenge. You know, we're challenging the community to bring 60 more men so we can have 100. But these the, the, the presence of these men challenges the students as well to say, you know, don't feel sorry for yourself. You can do it, too. And one thing I've noticed, Dana, is that a lot of the speakers share uh, things from their lives uh, where they were, um, you know, in sim- so just like I, I shared some things in my life that, you know, I, I wasn't always the hatchet man. <laughs> you know, uh, it's been a process and that they, too, can have a dream and realize that dream with the help of a few good men. And they, and they realize they're not alone. Other people have had the same kind of issues they have, and it is possible to, to move on and to overcome it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, thank you so much for all that you do, Dana. And, I, and I'm going to tell the, the audience too, man, it seems like almost every event I go to, you're right there, brother. And uh, you're a true pre, a true patriot, a true Christian, you know, and, uh, and for the Christians in our audience, it's an old, old saying, and it's an old saying for a reason. The only Bible some people will ever read is the actions of a Christian you know, a, a walking Bible. And, uh, and you certainly, you epitomize that Dana. And, um, and, and the, uh, the code update for you that you all just heard this, this is the man who was the owner of that business. So I want to thank you, Dana, for supporting the really real deal here. And, uh, in our last minute and a half, uh, share what that is about and some of the things that you teach at that school and how that can benefit students uh, without having to go to college and get uh, $50,000 worth of college debt? Well, at, at our school, we have a, a strong CTE component, which used to be called vocational, but we teach children trades, children, our students, our young men, trades. You can make a good living with your hands. It can't be outsourced to another country, okay? And, and, and they're not going to go away, and you're not going to robotize them. It's right. not going to be automated. We need tradesmen. They can go out and within four years uh, after graduating high school, completing their apprenticeship, they're making more than a Henrico County school teacher, and they have no student debt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're talking really good jobs, folks. Uh, HVAC. I mean, he, I, I, I was fascinated that, you know, in four, five, six years, some of these guys could be making eighty to $100,000 a year. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But like I tell my students, who makes the most money? This trade or that trade, I tell them the best tradesmen, the best people (laughs) make the best money, regardless of what it is, you have to do your best. And just one more thing. We had a student this week, he was taking a certification test. I don't care about this. I don't give a crap. I don't care. But he passed it. You should have seen the smile on his face. He did care. Yeah. They want to act like they don't, but they really do care. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, it's been great, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you Thursday, and hopefully I'll be bringing a lot of friends. God Thank bless you, Dana. I appreciate your support. God bless. Have a great weekend. All right. You too now. Bye-bye. Well, all right, folks. We're going to take our bottom-of-the-hour break, and uh, I hope to see many of you in our listening audience uh, there at the Virginia Randolph Academy 
up on Mountain Road this Thursday, 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we are going to have Dr. Jerome Corsi. So don't you go anywhere. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long-tongued liar. Go and tell that midnight rider. Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter. Tell him that God's gonna cut him down. Tell him that God's gonna cut him down. Feeling my way through the darkness. Guided by a beating heart. I can't tell where the journey will end. But I know Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio Program, The Really Real Deal. And folks, as promised, I'm telling you, I cannot say enough about our next guest, Dr. Jerome Corsi. You talk about a real deal author, a real deal uh, investigative journalist. Uh, talk about an onion toter, okay? Uh, this man epitomizes, I'm always talking about the seven C's of a successful society. They begin with Christian faith, and from there, we have our conservative values, constitutional limits, capitalistic opportunity, um, choice in all things. I mean, Dr. Corsi epitomizes all of the all of these and the last of those seven is consistency in application of law and uh, and I'm telling you Dr. Corsi uh, the books that he's written over the years he's a six-time New York Times best-selling author a two-time number one best-selling author the man literally was responsible for the re-election of George Bush uh, with his book on uh, Carrie unfit for command and um, I mean, I just, I cannot say enough about this great, great patriot and his latest book, Killing the Deep State, The Fight to Save President Trump. And uh, Dr. Corsi, thank you not only for joining us today, but in my 10-year career, I think I've had you on this program 10 times. So, brother, you know, one patriot, one Christian patriot to another, thank you. Well, Brother Craig, it's always a pleasure to be back with you. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, you you go after it like few other people do. And uh, and of course, your reward for being a truth teller is, uh, you know, all the left has are smears and lies. And so, you know, they they call us everything uh, under the sun. But uh, I'm, I'm sure you're just like me uh, as long as they don't call you late for dinner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it comes with the territory. I mean, the left today has just gotten to be intolerant, and um, it, it's no longer the Democratic Party of John Kennedy or Hubert Humphrey. This is this is a hard left European style communist party we're dealing yeah. with. Yeah, yeah, and and with the passing of Zell Miller. Uh, you know, he was uh, one of the last of that era where you really could legitimately call the Democrats uh, my friend across the aisle. Uh, you, 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 you literally could do that. And uh, yep. now, with whom are you going to make that comparison today in the Democrat Party that well, they, they really would fulfill that your friend across the aisle? I can't you think can. of one. Can you? No, I can't either. 
there. And look, one of the reasons I wrote Killing the Deep State is I wanted to show that the smoking gun evidence against the FBI. I mean, when you read this book, you're going to be stunned. There was an actual coup d'etat plan, treason within the FBI, and it included both you know the Republican and Democrats in the FBI. It basically was a coup d'etat from these new world order people who are uh, have been in the bureaucracy since George H. W. Bush. Mm-hmm. And when when Donald Trump came around with America First message, uh, they just went insane. I mean, these new world order, they don't believe in God. They don't believe in the United States or the Constitution. They think it's an old constitution that needs to be rewritten. Uh, and when Donald Trump came around, they went so berserk, they decided to go criminal, and they actually created a coup d'etat plan, which um, is treason. Yeah. And I wanted to write Killing the Deep State to expose this treason. Mm-hmm. And now, and you and you do it brilliantly, and you you name names, you give examples Okay, you 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 backtrack to where uh, Comey, Mueller, Rosenstein, um, you know, quite a few others, uh, Sandy Berger, um, the uh, uh, Cheryl Mills, uh, and you and you track these people back to uh, the cover-ups that they have done for for Democrats, and 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 show that these are not as they are advertised to be dispassionate uh, people interested in justice, you know, which is why one of our seven C's of a successful society is consistency and application of law. If you lack consistency, there is no law, correct? Well, that's right. And see, you know, the, uh, the intent of this conspiracy was to find some way to remove Donald Trump. First, they wanted to prevent him from winning. Mm-hmm. And then when they when he won, they decided they were going to figure out some pretext on which to impeach Donald Trump. So you had you know, we've got now a lot of evidence on this. The Strozik and Page, these two lovers within the the FBI, and they were both pretty high up. While one Strozik was head of the counterintelligence division, Lisa Page was a lawyer. And they were meeting in Andrew McCabe's office. Well, just yesterday, the inspector general said that Andrew McCabe, who was fired in disgrace, should be investigated for criminal offenses of lying under oath, including to the inspector general, and um, repeatedly leaking to the press. Mm-hmm. Well, these three wanted an insurance policy. They wanted some insurance policy to make sure that um, President Trump could be removed from office. and Yeah, just and in sure, case he won, their plan right. B. Their plan B. And it was, I think, fo- focus on this, uh, the Fusion GPS doc dossier that was created by Christopher Steele in Great Britain, that you know, even Comey, when he testified to Congress under oath, said could not be validated or authenticated by the, uh, by the Department of Justice, yet... Three times Comey signed his his name to a FISA court application to do electronic surveillance of Donald Trump, based in part on that same document, saying now the Fusion GPS dossier provided evidence that Trump was colluding with Russia. Mm-hmm. Either one time or the other, Comey was lying, either before Congress when he said the document was worthless, or to the FISA court when he said it was proof or evidence 
of Russian collusion. Yeah, yeah. So now, why why doesn't President Trump? Well, I, I couldn't imagine why he didn't clean house right from the beginning, because this a lot of this, none of this is new. These people are are known for what they do and what they are, what they have done. And there's so many of them that are Obama holdovers. I mean, why didn't he just clean house and then just find new people in, in a lot of the a lot of these problems he would not be having? He would have had to have fired ninety percent of the bureaucracy because the bureaucracy as a whole is opposing it it's acting like a shadow government mm-hmm. at every step of the way it's doing everything it can to resist Trump and to resist him on even new. You know, they they hate these he's, he's done away with all these Obama regulations, but the point is, I think Trump first had to face what I think was the attack. Like the first first part of the chess game was an opening in which the deep state Robert Mueller played this game that they were going to impeach Trump. Well, now that's stalled. That's going nowhere, and if, you know the only Russian. Uh, indictment we have are these 13 wacky Russians who posted some things on social media. Mm-hmm. And the Department of Justice says they did not change the election and they were not colluding with Donald Trump or his campaign. Well, if that's all Mueller's got, he's out of gas. Mm-hmm. And now we're ready for the second part of the chess game, which is the you know the mid-game. And in that, now Donald Trump has survived the attempt to impeach him. And now he, you know, he was not checkmated, so now he's got to, to organize a counterattack, which will be much stronger because he resisted. You know, the, the first, Robert Mueller used a lot of pieces in trying to, to checkmate Donald Trump, and it failed. Now Trump's got his pieces organized for a counterattack, and I'm predicting that we're going to start seeing uh, the, the Democrats under criminal examination and the deep state operatives exposed, starting, I believe, with McCabe, mm-hmm. who's already hired a criminal attorney. Mm-hmm. Well, now, why wouldn't, if, if you know, why not go after McCabe and Mueller? I mean, is this, the, the way that the media screams, oh, it's like he, he we, we're, we're, we're hoping that he fires uh, Mueller so that it'll, it'll look like he has something to hide. Well, that's like a psychological game, it seems to me. If the if he can prove, and you've done a great job of showing the connections to Mueller, uh, uh, you know all of the overzealous um, prosecutions that they've done, their connections to deep pockets, the uh, six million dollars you say that uh, Comey has earned from uh, you know H. What's this bank, which is uh, uh, HSBC, Hong yeah. Kong Shanghai Bank? Yes, right, right, and he so and people don't even. Yeah, people right. don't realize this is a 153-year-old bank that's multinational, the largest bank in Europe, the seventh largest bank in the world, and they were financially invested in Hillary, the deep state, and they want to literally deconstruct the United States of America and absorb us into the world order. I mean, am I overstating it here? No, that bank was involved in money laundering and drug money and terrorist money. Comey was on the board. Mueller was the director of the FBI, and nobody got criminally prosecuted. They let the bank pay a big fine. Uh, They didn't want to expose that the CIA was running drugs or the CIA knew about this and did nothing. These are the cover-ups that this deep state is engaged in. And, you know, if, if you're a Democrat, 
in this deep state new world order, you can get away with anything. Look at Hillary was protected. Yeah. As they point out, in killing the deep state, that's the whole point, is that Comey and these others were Clinton fixers. And then when Trump came in, they switched gears and decided they'd be a Trump destroyer. Mm-hmm. And isn't that always the game that they play? And I'm not, and I'm not saying, you know, Republicans are Boy Scouts, but at least in the Republican Party, there is a battle. You have patriots that are fighting their own Republicans uh, for the soul of this nation. There is no battle on the Democrat side, okay? These are just the people that run the Democrat Party. Are from my, from my I've not seen a single Democrat uh, that wants to save this nation. Uh, they all seem to want the nation to be absorbed into uh, a new world order. And, uh, you know, at, at a minimum, you have a chance with Republicans, and it seems like the deep state always, if a Republican spits on the sidewalk, they make an issue of it. And Democrats literally, I mean, literally kill people. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, you know, and also behind the scenes, you have Barack Obama, who still is like the wizard behind the scenes. And I show he's never stopped wanting to destroy Donald Trump along with Valerie Jarrett. Now, he, Barack Obama is going from country to country and saying, don't worry about Donald Trump. You want to deal with him very long. We'll be back. Mm-hmm. And you can deal with us again very soon. I mean, the, the, when you read Killing of the Deep State, I think what's so shocking is the connections between people like George Soros, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Robert Mueller, the special prosecutor, that just go back decades. Yeah, And these people have been working for decades to do destroy the United States, and they had no hesitation to engage in a coup d'etat, treasonous plan, to remove Donald Trump from office. It just so far has failed. Mm-hmm. It yeah. doesn't mean it's going to continue failing. I, can, I point out Donald Trump is still in serious danger, mm-hmm. and he's still going to have to fight for his life in this situation. Yeah. And you even say literally that these people, that if they can't, you know, they they tried to prevent him from winning. Then they tried to prevent him from being inaugurated. Now they're trying to prevent him from being successful. And you even say that they it's not off the table for them to have him assassinated. I mean, it, what didn't the deep state have Kennedy assassinated? Well, that was probably the one that woke me up first, was when Kennedy was assassinated. And then a couple days later... Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald is shot down and killed on television, and the the patsy is dead, mm-hmm. and there's going to be no trial. I mean, it looks like you're watching a CIA-produced play here yeah. along with the mob. And, I mean, anybody who saw that knew that we weren't being told the truth. Right. And that's, that's I think, what really woke me up more than anything else as, as a kid growing up. Mm-hmm. And that I've continued to study it, and, you know, the mainstream media is not going to cover my book. I'm not going to, it may be the best-selling book on the Trump. You're president. number one, though. <laughs> but they're not going to, I'm not going to be interviewed by, you know, NBC, ABC, CBS. Mm-hmm. They'll be too busy interviewing James Comey. And yeah. it's no surprise that James Comey turned out his book right now to try to take the attention away from my book. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's backfiring because... Donald Trump's pointed out all the lies the Comey has told, but yet the mainstream media, the hard media, left media, is all going to swoon over, you know, Comey and what a great hero he is. 
forgetting that at the end of the campaign, they, the hard left wanted to imprison Comey mm-hmm. because he was he reopened the investigation against Hillary. Mm-hmm. And and now and you also say that. It wasn't that he was being a fair man and treating both sides equally. They thought Hillary was going to win, and they were just trying to clean some stuff up to get it out there so if it came up later, they could say, oh, that's old news. They, they were sure Hillary was going to win. And if Hillary won, none of this traitor this plot would ever have come to light. Mm-hmm. And they thought they had gotten away with it. They thought they were going to get away with it forever. Yeah. And that no one would ever hold them accountable. Yeah. Yeah. And folks, if you're just joining us, we have with us Dr. Jerome Corsi, uh, six time New York Times uh, bestselling author, two times number one bestselling author, his latest book, Killing the Deep State, The Fight to Save President Trump. And uh, folks, you've got to go and get this book. I mean, you, you really do. It's it's. It's fascinating. It's it's and it takes you back. It gives you the history behind the players, so that the media cannot put the fiction over on you that these are just disinterested people only who only care about justice. And so, but uh, now, Doctor Corsi, what can be done? Okay, um, we have actual real Russia collusion, and then we have fake ginned-up Russia collusion. And it seems like we spend a lot of time defending ourselves against this phantom collusion. But the real collusion that was a part of uh, not only uh, the the Hillary Clinton campaign and the Democrat National Committee purchasing uh, this fake dossier and getting this whole thing started in this literal, I think there are real connections with uh, the hiring of middlemen, Perkins Coy or whatever that that group is. And then also you have the Uranium One issue. And again, you have real money, $145 million. And and, uh, not to mention these half million dollar speaking fees. So why is it that the real, you know, I mean, the president is in charge of the executive branch and the Republicans are in charge of the uh, legislative branch. And we have a little teeny bit of edge uh, on the Supreme Court, uh, you know, not a lot in the lower courts. So why is it that Republicans play defense on fake stuff and don't play offense on the real stuff? I I can't figure that out. You know, the, to a large extent, the Republican Party has gone itself New World Order, and it, certainly the establishment part of the Republican Party. Maybe not the Freedom Caucus, right? In the in the House, but the the point I'm making though is that you know I, I, we've got to support Donald Trump. My whole book is about killing the deep state, and Donald Trump is going to launch a counterattack. It's just starting. Mm-hmm. This Inspector General report on McCabe, you know, saying that he had committed crimes in the FBI to prevent Donald Trump from being president. This is a very important turning point, and it it allows here for the pressing for a special counselor. Uh, I think we've also got increasing evidence that Rod Rosenstein needs to go, that he's been protecting Mueller, allowing Mueller to expand his authority, authorize this raid uh, against uh, Michael Cohen, uh, Trump's attorney, which was incredible raid. I mean, they broke down his door. Uh, they raided his garage. I mean, they were raiding his storage, you know, his, his bank. 
uh, uh, vault, his deposit vault at the bank. I mean, all these things that they were doing, the FBI sounded like the KGB. None. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just carting off whatever they wanted to cart off as evidence. So, you know, they'll, they'll find Michael Cohen, again, probably not Russian collusion, but some kind of a offense he committed in his personal business dealings, which is way off track. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donald Trump, I think, is going to turn the tables. And like I point a whole chapter in Killing the Deep State, Hillary Clinton and Podesta were all basically on on Putin's payroll. They were getting millions of dollars yes. for selling U.S. military technology to Russia in this reset, yeah. including the hypersonic technology that Russia has now taken, that we developed, that Russia is now using to make this new hypersonic nuclear missile that we can't shoot wow. now. We, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Now... I knew about them selling it to China when Clinton was president, okay, yeah. through Bernie Schwartz and Loral Corp and all yeah. that dirty money that came into the Clinton reelection effort, which, by the way, our former governor here in Virginia, Terry McAuliffe, was the financial mastermind behind all that, which ne- I'm the only reporter that reported on it. I, I found that to be amazing that I had to stand by myself and talk about that. But now... Something similar is happening with with Russia. You know, could yep. you elaborate on that a little more? Well, under the under the reset that Hillary did with Obama, Russia created this area that was uh, Skolnovo, which was just like Silicon Valley. And Silicon Valley said, "Oh, we're going to be able to invest in Russia." Well, what they did was Hillary started selling military technology to Russia, and so did Podesta. I even list in Killing the Deep State the offshore bank accounts through which Podesta and Hillary were getting paid. I mean, they were, this was a complete scam. Yeah. And I list the names of the Russian crime figures close to Putin who were paying Hillary and Podesta. Mm-hmm. Now, these are the real crimes with Russia, and they are, they've got to come out and they've got to be investigated. Yeah. Now, which Podesta? Because there's two Podesta brothers. John Podesta. Oh, okay. John Podesta. Okay. John Podesta. Now, are, they, are, the two, are the two brothers linked? I know one works in politics, one works out of politics, but with, allegedly out of politics. And I think most of the money goes to the brother that's out of politics. But, of course, they're joined at the hip. Well, John Podesta was getting this under-the-table money from Russia, and Tony Podesta, who had a kind of a a consulting law firm for the Democrats, closed his firm when it became announced that he was as deeply involved in Ukraine as Paul Manafort. Mm -hmm. And uh, Tony Podesta, Tony the brother, should be under investigation. If Manafort's being indicted, Tony Podesta ought to be investigated. Mm -hmm. They're both involved in the same deals. Yeah, yeah. And again, this is what I don't get. I know that these people outnumber us in the deep state, but, you know, again, you have the double standard there. As you point out, they're both uh, involved uh, in the Ukraine, but only one gets indicted. The other one, you know, you know, this this is what frustrates a lot of people that is there no one, you know, is. You know, what would a patriot do who works in the deep state? Well, the same things that I'm saying right now, and it's why I'm urging people to read Killing the Deep State, is we've got to support President Trump. 
we got to start demanding that there be no double standard of justice. Mm-hmm. That we bring these criminals in the deep state who are engaged in treason to justice, starting with you know McCabe and the FBI and expanding to all of these. Comey himself needs to be placed under criminal investigation mm-hmm. for leaking to the press and lying under oath. Yeah, these are serious, and I'm, I'm predicting that Donald Trump will do this. My book is that Donald Trump wins, and in the end, even if he has to have military tribunals, he's going to go after Hillary Clinton and, and Barack Obama for treason. That's the extent to which will he I do believe, that though? Now, yeah, he, well, I think I and, think it's going to. I believe it's going to happen, Brother Craig. I'm predicting it will. Okay. I think I think in the end, God intervenes and this turns around. But I wrote killing the deep state to encourage people to get involved, understand what's going on, yes. and understand the corruption that we're trying to, to get rid of, this godless new world order that wants to rewrite the Constitution and take the Democratic Party even farther left. we got to put an end to this. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you, you're absolutely right. And you really are. You're doing your part here, uh, really. This book is great, folks. Uh, Killing the Deep State, the Fight to Save President Trump. You guys, you've got to go uh, buy this book. And, uh, and, and, and while you're on Dr. Corsi's website, I mean, th- this man has written so many great books. And if you're not familiar with uh, Dr. Corsi's Coruse- Dr. history uh, and, and all that he's done for the cause, uh, just just look at his uh, his library, and you you're quite prolific. And uh, so tell the folks how they can get you and and how they can get the book. Well, my book the book is available now in bookstores everywhere. Jerome Corsi, C O R S I, and the book is Killing the Deep State, and it's also available on Amazon.com, which has all my books, and uh, Barnes and Noble the same, and uh, BooksAMillion.com, all three BarnesandNoble.com. Amazon.com, you can get it on the internet. Yeah. And then it's available in audio versions. It's on the Kindle. It's on the Nook. It's available in electronic versions. So, um, Jerome Corsi, Killing the Deep State. And thank you, Brother Craig. I thank appreciate you. being with you again. Yes. God bless you, sir. And uh, we'll be having you back soon. I know you've got another one in the works. <laughs> thank you. I look forward to it. All right. God bless you, sir. Bye now. Well, all right, folks, that was great, Dr. Jerome Corsi. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. And uh, and when we get this interview up on our website at The Really Real Deal. You don't know me, but I'm your brother. I was raised here in this living hell. You don't know my kind in your Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio Program, The Really Real Deal. And uh, wasn't that a great interview there? Talk about a big dog guest, Dr. Jerome Corsi. And, uh, and of course, as soon as we get that interview up on our website, you will be able to also uh, just click on a picture of the book, which we'll have it right there. 
Uh, as a matter of fact, we'll have his entire library right there. You click on it, it takes you straight to Amazon uh, to make it really, really easy for you to purchase the book. And I highly, highly encourage you folks to get that book, Killing the Deep State. And uh, we just want to say thank you again to uh, all of our many. We've had uh, uh, quite a few donors in the last week, uh, people that really love this program. And I'm just so thankful for you all out there because I cannot stand behind this microphone and deliver this program, uh, delivering truth. Uh, you know, literally, I could not be the same watchman on the wall. I mean, I could stand on the street and say this, but <laughs> folks might just drive by and, <laughs> I don't know, throw coffee at me. Who knows what they might do? But <laughs> it's so much nicer to stand behind this microphone and deliver truth uh, to you all out there. So I just want to say thank you. And, uh, and we, encourage, uh, we encourage more of you to uh, be a watchman on the wall along with Brother Craig. And, um, you know, go to our website, thereallyrealdeal.com, thereallyrealdeal.com. Uh, peruse the archive that we have there, articles that I've written, radio programs that I've done, uh, wonderful interviews I'm so blessed to do. You know, my sweet Mrs. Hatchett, uh, she sets all these interviews up just like she did with Dr. Corsi's uh, interview today. And... Uh, you know, be a be a part of the solution. And, uh, you know, Dr. Corsi was talking about uh, buying his book so you could read it and inform yourself so that you could uh, apply some pressure. You'd have information and you can call, email, write letters uh, to, to people, even to Trump himself to say, uh, you know, President Trump, you need to do this. I mean, sometimes uh, folks that are thinking of doing the right thing need a little push, a little boost, a little encouragement. Uh, they need to know that when the, um, when the deep state strikes back uh, through media, that their, their approval ratings are not going to sink, uh, you know, down into the toilet. They need to know that people like us, uh, we, are, we have their back. And so uh, you, you need to inform yourself in order to do that. So we just, again, thank you. There are so many of you that do that, and uh, we just want to encourage more of us uh, to be a part of the solution, okay? And there's so many ways you can do that. Uh, you can be a financial partner uh, to this program. That, that certainly is a help. Uh, you can go to the website and inform yourself. There's so much information there, you know, TV programs we've done over the years, and um Again, thank you, folks. And uh, now a couple of announcements. Uh, well, first, let me give the phone number here uh, because we're still having the uh, Ruth's Chris. This is the last month, our third month, uh, that we are giving away five $100 uh, gift certificates to those delicious Ruth's Chris steaks. You know, they're, they're so delicious. You can hear them sizzle as they, as they all see. Can't you hear it? <laughs> <laughs> you can hear that Ruth's Chris steak sizzle as they bring it around the corner and, and place it on your table. And um, anyway, 804-454-1366 is the number. 804-454-1366. And uh, at the end of the month, we're going to do our third drawing. I would love to throw your name into my big white cowboy hat and and pull it out, okay? And uh, now, unfortunately, we can only pull out five, but, I mean, that's, uh, you know, that's a nice dinner, a $100 gift certificate. So 
anyway, um, feel free to call in. Uh, there are uh, any number of issues I'd love to discuss with you all today. Uh, as, as we opened up the program, we have the issue of the Christian cheerleader uh, not being allowed to be Christian. Uh, we have the issue of um, uh, Dr. Corsi and what he's talking about, the deep state. And uh, we want to welcome uh, Mike from Richmond. Brother Mike, how are you, sir? Brother Craig, I'm fine. There's two things I'd like to say. The first thing is these office holders to take the oath of office where they promise to protect and defend the Constitution. Yes. They get in and then they proceed to undermine it. There's only one word that adequately describes these people. You know what that word is. Yeah, liar, it's hypocrite. It's treason. Yeah, treason. Yeah. yeah. Okay. As a matter of fact, Dr. Corsi even, did you hear the entire interview with Dr. Corsi? Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, he, he even describes it as such. He says it is treason. Yes, and I'm treason. I'm in agreement exactly. with him. And it is treason. Yeah, yeah, and, and see, and it's so deep on that too. Yeah, it runs so deep, and it's been going on for so long. I mean, I don't right. know why President Reagan chose H. W. Bush uh, to be his know, vice you know president. What? I but, really believe that he was advised to take on Bush to balance the ticket to ensure that he would get elected. I mean, I don't have any proof of this. I'm yeah, there's a theory of mine. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. But anyway, the other point is, if Jeff Sessions had such a mind, could he rescind his recusal and go before the American people and tell them he's shutting down this operation because it's outrageous? I think he could if he would just grow a pair of onions. I mean, I was reading something where um, it said that Sessions is full of fear and that he feels like he's being spied on by the NSA and that uh, like-minded people, he he doesn't have them come in his office because he feels his office is bugged, his phone is bugged, and I'm sure it probably is. But, well, uh, you, know, you know, Obama's people never had that type of a fear that, uh, you know, we can't have, um, you know, certain types of left-wing people come into the office and discuss things. I mean, they, they had actual out-and-out uh, political operatives that are doing things that are literally illegal uh, coming into the White House literally hundreds of times because, you know, everyone that visits the White House, there's a record of it, yeah, okay? And, and, and so they have no fear at all when Democrats are in office, but when Republicans are in office, all of a sudden there's all this fear, you know? Well, like you say, there's no onion toters there, and I really believe, and I've said this before, I believe the Republican Party has been infiltrated by the left. Yes. That's got to be part of the reason for what the hell's going on. This is you true. Know, you vote these people in, they say they're going to do something, and nothing ever changes. Yeah. But now, Mike, we, we do have to bear this in mind, though, that if for folks that vote Democrat or, or third party, and then the Democrat gets elected, on the Democrat side, they're 100% against us. Now, on the Republican side, at least we stand a chance because there's a healthy battle going on within the Republican Party. Now, we have the Freedom Caucus, which it does not have enough members. I think it's 50-something members of the Freedom Caucus, you know, which we have uh, Dave Bratt, our, our congressman, is a member of that. It, now, for the Republicans to be in charge, I agree with you, uh, Mike, we should have more than 50. But on the Democrat side, they have zero that think like that. Yeah, well, that's true. That's so true. I'll take the 50 over the zero, and then what we have to do is get involved in the primary process and vote the Republicans out at the primary level. 
and then vote in a good Republican. Yeah. And this is the way to save the country. We we have to first save the party. And you're right. Our party has been infiltrated. And uh, and it didn't just happen last week either. Uh, okay, Hatchet Man, uh, I'm a little bit concerned about all of a sudden this uh, libertarian decided to run uh, in the uh, contest, uh, you know, for uh, the seat that Brad holds right now. I'm wondering yes. who's financing him. A Democrat? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure. and this well, why is why don't we start financing somebody to run? Uh, uh, pretend like he's a Democrat. Well, you you'd have An to find a you'd, you'd have to find a Green Party guy or something. And this is an old trick that they use is to divide our because if that Libertarian is not in the race, then a Libertarian leaning person would do what? Vote for Dave Bratt. Okay. Yeah. And so it siphons votes away. And this is how they got Terry McAuliffe elected, if you'll remember. Yeah. Uh, Terry McAuliffe did not get 51%. All right. Uh, he got more than Cuccinelli, but the libertarian candidate was financed by a rich Democrat out of Texas, and he got 7% of the vote, which was more than the margin of victory that McAuliffe won by. Well, yeah. another thing, Cuccinelli did not get the support from his own party that he should have gotten. Well, the party didn't want him to win. And That's so, right. They didn't. That's yeah. right. That's what makes me sick with these yeah. Republicans. Yeah. And so what we have to do is we have to defeat the elites in our own party and in order to save the party. And we have to, uh, again, we have to do this at the primary level. And see, and Ken hurt himself. See, once Ken got the nomination— then the enemies that sought to prevent him from getting the nomination, he allowed these people to be a part of his team, okay? <laughs> and so you can't do that. What no, you have no, to do is if problem. you're going to be an outsider and once you win, then you have to go with the people that, it is. what's that old saying, Mike, dance with the one that brought you to the dance. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, and it's common sense, you know. Yeah. A teenage kid understands that uh, you dance with the one that brung you, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? And so, and, and supposedly our best and brightest, uh, all of a sudden, uh, they want to reach out and, um, and, and, you know, reach out and touch the other side and, you know, if I reach out and touch the other side, brother, you better believe it's going to be with the pimp hand, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I know that uh, Trump has uh, really got uh, some problems that he's facing, but uh, I think the more the longer he's in office, the more he's learning about what he's got to do. Yeah, I hope he's reading um, Dr. Book. Corsi's book. <laughs> yeah, really, really. And anyway. the people around him. Right. Yeah. Good talking with you. Same here, Mike. Weekend. God bless you, brother. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, all right, folks. 804-454-1366 is the number. 804-454-1366. As we take a really quick break, we will be right back. A man and his microphone. Brother Craig. Listen as your day unfolds. Challenge what the future holds. Try and keep your head up to the sky. Lovers, they may cause you Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, 
then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, TheFirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio Program, The Really Real Deal. And uh, yeah, 804-454-1366 is the number. 804-454-1366. And uh, we encourage you to call in and put your name in the hat for the Ruth's Chris Steakhouse Dinner Giveaway. We're going to pull five names out, $100 per person. And uh, we want to welcome all of our viewers on Facebook. We'd love to even have some of our Facebook callers from around, or viewers rather, uh, from around the nation uh, to call in. And, and um, you know, and particularly we're, we're hoping to expand to uh, Phoenix, Arizona, and, uh, and also out to the Shenandoah Valley out here at Lynchburg, uh, right here in Virginia. So if you're watching us on Facebook and you're from those markets, uh, hey, 804 454-1366. I'd love to hear from you. And as you just heard the giving ad, ask yourself this, folks. If if the hatchet man was engaged as a, a warrior in a shooting war, rather than standing behind this microphone shooting bullets of truth or, or slinging the hatchet of truth or the sword of truth, as, as, as Jesus told his disciples to, you know, if you don't have a sword, sell your cloak and go buy one. But if I was... And engaged in a physical war, and I was a freedom fighter, would you feed me? Would you buy me a new gun? Would you buy me some ammunition? Would you become an anchor donor for the freedom fighter that's, that's fighting uh, literally for you, for your children, for your grandchildren, for your future? You know, if... So, and if you can answer that question, yes, I would, well, I invite you to go to our website, thereallyrealdeal.com, and click on the donate uh, button. Or if you prefer to send an, a check in the mail, our mailing address is right there on the website, 8659 Staples Mill Road, 8659 Staples Mill Road, and the zip code is 23228, 23228. Two, two, eight. And uh, 
And we want to say, of course, uh, thank you, because here in the last week, we've had a few folks that stepped up to the plate. And uh, and that helps keep your friendly neighborhood hatchet man on the air. And uh, so thank you. And uh, we're going to welcome our caller, uh, Edison, uh, to the program. And Edison, thank you so much for your listenership and and for calling in. What's on your mind today? Oh, I just I just enjoy listening to you. And I just uh, got a phone call. I called uh, a couple weeks ago. I just got my messages from your 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 lovely wife. I wanted to to support your your ministry. You're a wonderful guy. Sir, and I, just I, I appreciate that, there. man. And look, my wonderful wife helps me be a wonderful guy. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah you know, Mrs. Hatchet man, is something I, else. I, you know, and I used to joke all the time, Mrs. <laughs> Hatchet runs a tight ship. And uh, and she yeah. does because it ain't easy keeping a hatchet man on point. <laughs> well, I think the hatchet man is a wonderful guy. And, uh, Thank and, you. And, and your wife is a, is a very nice gal. And you know your messages are so uh, biblically sound, and, and principles and the fundamentals are just uh, out of the Bible. And, I appreciate you know, and, that. And I never met a, 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 a radio host that gave Bibles to people and helped people. Uh, you know, you're, 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 in all due respect, I, I want to just tell you how much I appreciate you. And well, much, I appreciate uh, that. You're a very wonderful guy, and uh, you know, uh, just wanted to thank you for your your, your honesty and your, your integrity so far as. Is, is God is concerned? You just you're on the point, you know, and and you stand up for something, you know. Uh, the Bible says we have not a high priest that was not touched with the feelings of our infirmities yet without sin. Let us therefore come bold into the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy, to find grace to help the time of need. The thing I get my peace out of is in the old John fourteen uh, uh, twenty six twenty seven. But the comfort which is the Holy Ghost and the Father will send in my name. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I said to you in that twenty seven, I'm going to end it. It's peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world giveth, give I to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. That's what I receive from you when I hear uh, your radio. Well, God bless you. God speed. To, to you, God, to a, God a be the glory for that, brother. And that's that's Amen. the Holy Spirit working. Amen. Thank Have a good you. day, sir. Thank you. You too. God bless you. All right, and uh, and I hope we put Edison's name in the drawing. Okay, good. Yeah, so yeah, folks, we're gonna. Uh, uh, that that was just so kind. Um, I'm uh, I'm almost speechless, and I'm I'm very rarely speechless. Mrs. Hatchet will tell you. <laughs> anyway, folks, eight zero four four five four one three six six. A few minutes before we get to the bottom of the hour uh, news break, and uh, and you know. There, there's so much uh, going on, and I try not to get too, too bogged down in the minutia, and I, and I try to stick to broad principles. And, uh, and you know, if you, if you go to our website at thereallyrealdeal.com, thereallyrealdeal.com, and you'll see a thing uh, on our website called The Seven C's of a Successful Society. And I, I try to judge when I hear the events going on, I try to take it through that lens, whether it's an event or a person or a personality that's in the news, uh, whether they're uh, an elected individual or appointed or just someone that's making news, you know? And so, and I, I highly encourage you all out there to familiarize yourself with these seven C's of success, okay, or the seven C's of a successful society. All right, now you can you can use this as a template 
against which to judge a, a lot of things, whether it's your government, um, any institution, any group that you belong to, e- even to up to and including your church, you know, because as I've said, uh, you know, many times, if your preacher is Reverend Chickenfoot, okay, um, now I don't, I don't say you have to abandon Reverend Chickenfoot, uh, at least not right away, but at a minimum, you have to go to him or go to a deacon or a deaconess, an elder in your church, and you have to say, "Hey, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm judging what we do and what we are taught in our congregation by a standard here, and there's some things that I don't understand, and I, I'm seeking clarity, and then and bring that person in and and ask them." You know, what about this? You know, what about these seven C's of success? Okay, Christian faith, conservative values. And I don't mean just in a political sense the way they teach political uh, conservatism because the, uh, the Democrats will say a conservative is someone that wants to conserve the past. I say a conservative is someone that wants to conserve the idea that your rights and freedoms, my rights and freedoms, the rights and freedoms of our young people for the for future generations, they, they're guaranteed by God. You know, they're not something that this political party or that political party or this founding father or that president is, is or it's not something that they write down and that they determine what the limits of our freedom is. God did that already. And the first commandment is to not have any other gods before thee. And so if you're going to worship the one true God, you can't also worship government and say, oh, well, it's government. It's the Democrat Party. It's the Republican Party. No, it's neither one of them, okay? And nor is it the conservative party or the libertarian party. When you're conceived in the womb of your mother, God Almighty has already given you your rights, And so the purpose of government is to merely defend those rights. And if your government is doing anything other than defending your rights, then that government is in violation, okay? They're not in accord with divine law. They're in violation of divine law. So that idea is what a conservative seeks to conserve, and no more and no less, okay? Now, we're going to take a quick bottom-of-the-hour news break, and when we come back, I'm going to continue on with the rest of the seven C's of a successful society because I want to arm you with information uh, so that you can become your own news analyst. We will be right back. You can run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Sooner or later. You gotta be, you gotta be bad. You gotta be bold. You gotta be wiser. You gotta be hard. You gotta be tough. You gotta be stronger. You gotta be cool. You gotta be calm. You gotta stay together. All I know, all I know, no. 
Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live as we listen to a little bit of Des Ray there telling you, you gotta be bad, you gotta be bold, you gotta be wise. And I, th- I think I heard her in there say that you, you you gotta be cool too. So yeah, it helps a little bit if you're cool, okay? <laughs> Our final 30 minutes of today's program, folks, and uh, we would love to invite your participation, okay, uh, and that goes out to our our friends viewing us on Facebook as well as you and the listening audience. Uh, the number here, and also you'd get your name thrown into the drawing. Our final month, our third month of giving away five one hundred dollar gift certificates to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. And uh, now, if you would like to participate in the program. The number is 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. And uh, I want to finish up with what I was saying about the uh, the seven C's uh, of a successful society. And uh, and th- these are things that you, you yourself can use. You can become your own news analyst. Okay, and uh, and again, uh, to recap, it starts. It all starts with Christian faith, and of course, then conservative values, conserving the idea that God gave you your rights, not your fellow man. Okay, uh, constitutional limits. Okay, and uh, and there are, there are many many people in the public arena that hate. They 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 uh, and it seems like they hate all seven of these things. You know, Christian faith, conservative values, and also constitutional limits. You know, the Bill of Rights tells government what not to do. The civil law tells a criminal or what, you know, similar to the Ten Commandments, you know, thou shalt not murder, um, thou shalt not. It doesn't say thou shalt not kill. It says thou shalt not murder, okay? Thou shalt not lie, thou shalt not steal, uh, on and on. And that now our, our civil law tells us these things, okay? But the constitutional limits... These are limits placed on government, okay, and in favor of you. It says to the government, you shall not, will not, must not, and cannot do these things to the citizens, okay? And so the greatest minority is the individual because the Constitution protects you as an individual. It protects your child, your grandchild. Okay, it protects your future generations. And so many people in the government that are not truly public servants. Okay, and as as Mike called up earlier in the program, it's like, you know, these people raise their hand and give an oath and then they go violate it. Well, when they're raising their hand and giving the oath, they're not even really saying the oath from their heart. They're saying the oath from their lips. Okay, because their their whole purpose for being there is to advance their agenda, not the agenda agenda of the American public. Okay, these are not public servants. They say with their lips, uh, they say at election time, I am a public servant seeking the public good. But these people are seeking their own good. I mean, if you go through Dr. Corsi's book, you'll see all of the, the, the millions and millions of dollars, how these people get appointed to all types of uh board of directors on these multinational corporations, and these people, they're mega rich, okay? And, you know, we have this idea that a public servant is someone that uh, just earns a lowly salary, you know, a congressman, $175,000 a year. 
You know, that's, that's not a lot of money. It's, it's not, okay? And particularly for people that live in far-off places, you have to have two homes, you know? And, and one of those homes is in the most expensive real estate market in America, uh, if it's Washington, D.C., if it's not the most expensive, it's in the top three, okay? So constitutional limits, okay? Uh, capitalistic opportunities, one of the seven C's. And so if you're going to drain the swamp and if you're going to tell people you can't rob and steal, even if you do so as a part of the government, uh, so how are people going to support themselves? Capitalistic opportunity, okay? And so you teach people how to fish in a way that is moral, in a way that is legal. In a well, actually, we, we need to not focus so much on legal because there are a lot of ways that are legal that are immoral. So just, you know, on the, the morality of it. And true capitalism is a very, very moral system. True capitalism, not crony capitalism, okay? And so capitalistic opportunity— now, of course, confrontations with evil. And so someone has to fight evil, confront evil. And I can't just be the only one doing it, okay? I can't tell you how many times here in Virginia I'm literally the only person that will write an article on a, on a certain subject, a subject that should be obvious, okay? For example, over the years, the things I've written about Terry McAuliffe, Okay, and so and you have a guy will come on the radio, calls himself a conservative, calls himself a Christian and calls Terry McAuliffe Terry McGenius. Okay, oh, he's a great man. Okay, yeah, see, even Maximus doesn't like that. That's right, get him, Maximus. (laughs) But but, I mean, I'm giving you the truth about Terry McAuliffe. Okay, the uh, his, uh, you know, and talk about consistency and application of law. One of the seven C's. There's no consistency when it comes to Terry McAuliffe. When the guy was running for governor, he was under two federal investigations. Okay, but because Obama was president, he knew they they were going to go nowhere and they did not. And how many Republicans brought it up? One, one Republican brought it up. That's me. Okay, brother Craig, the hatchet man. One Republican in the entire state of Virginia. I couldn't even get Ken Cuccinelli to talk about it, okay? It's just, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous, okay? And if you're unwilling to go on offense, you cannot win. You're never going to win a war or any other contest by only playing defense, okay? It's, you're just not, so you have to confront evil, which means at some point you have to what? You have to go on offense, Okay, playing defense is not a confrontation. It's an accommodation. And so show me a winner that only plays defense. You just they don't exist because that's not how you win. Okay, your defense sets up your offense, but you have to go on offense and you have to be good at it. Okay, and so, you know, I cannot continue to be the only person in Virginia in Virginia media. Well, there are many um, grassroots people that get it, but there's no one in media. There's certainly very, very few, uh, particularly that are elected. Those that are elected want to be cautious and play it safe. You know, how are you going to be cautious and be safe and be confrontational? You can't. You absolutely can't, okay? 
And if you believe in God's holy word, the Bible, and if you, if you believe in the book of Ecclesiastes, it says there's a proper time and place for everything. And I'm not saying that folks have to be confrontational 24-7, 365. No, but when it's appropriate to be confrontational, you have to be confrontational. When it's appropriate to be bold, you have to be bold. Okay, and so and when the more of us that do this, the more people will see that it's okay to do it. Okay, because people I I would I would surmise that people are naturally fearful because the most oft repeated phrase in the Bible is fear not. Okay, fear not. And and again, the number here, if you'd like to call in, is 804-454-1366, And uh, and now. And if you're just joining us and wondering what this guy is uh, ranting about, okay, this guy is uh, Brother Craig the Hatchet Man. The name of the program is The Really Real Deal, okay? And uh, and I'm repeating this, folks, because, you know, we have this big, beautiful billboard on 95 as folks drive by. And so maybe we have some new listeners uh, that are just driving through. And we've had that happen before. I've had people call up and say, hey, I'm just driving through Richmond and caught your radio program. And so if you're a new listener, we want to welcome you to the program. And what I'm ranting about is, uh, well, it's really not a rant, but I'm explaining the seven C's of a successful society, what they mean, how they can benefit you, and how you can be your own news analyst, and, uh, and how you can judge things through this lens, Okay, and so, uh, and to recap, uh, the seven C's, Christian faith, conservative values, constitutional limits, capitalistic opportunities. Uh, I just got through with confrontations with evil. Okay, now two, five down, two to go. Choice in all things. Now, the neoliberal uh, left-wingers, the, these evildoers, the coalition of evil, the only thing they want you to have the choice in is something wicked and evil. Okay, the choice to commit aborticide, the choice to smoke reefer or to use other kinds of drugs that they want to uh, legalize. Okay, uh, the truth, the, the choice to uh, have a chopadictomy. Okay, the choice to uh, put a dress on and call yourself, if you're a male, call yourself a female. If you're a female, call yourself a male. See, these are the only choices they want you to have. Okay, now. Choice of where to send your child to school? Oh, no, well, you can't have that choice because we in the school board, we're smarter than you. We're better than you. We even love your child more than you love your child. So we know what's best for your child, and you don't, okay? And so, no, you cannot have the choice of where to send your child to school. We make that determination, Okay. Oh, doctor? No, no, no. You can't have a choice of what doctor to go to. Why don't you realize that um, our our uh, our our fellow traveler Plato, twenty five hundred years ago, that even even Plato said that the uh, doctor should be an employee of the government so that he can have control over you. Don't you know that the great Vladimir Lenin, you know, the great Joe Stalin. You know, we why we used to call him Uncle Joe, okay? You know, don't you know that these great people, the great Fidel Castro has the greatest health care system in the world down there in Cuba? 
Don't you realize that these people, this is what they say, literally, this is what they say to you folks, okay? That these people wanted the doctor to be the employee of the state and that the state should take care of you. So you should not have any choice in which doctor to choose. No, that's for us to determine. We are to have the decision of life and death over you, okay? So just in case you don't vote the way we want you to vote, we got you. We have, we have life and death. We can withhold medical treatment from you, or we can withhold it from your grandmother, okay? And I told you all the story of uh, my own grandmother and how uh, about 12 years ago they told us, literally told us to take her home and let her die. Okay, now she's 98 years old and still with us. But so so we believe in choice in all things. And then the seventh C, consistency in application of law. We had a lot to say about that in my interview earlier in today's program with Dr. Jerome Corsi, who's written this great book, Killing the Deep State. Okay, and so there is no consistency in application of law right now. Okay, because. If you are a member of the Christian conservative constitutional capitalistic coalition like I am, there's, a, there's one standard for you. And you can't even spit on the sidewalk before we'll make a federal issue out of it. But if you are a member of the coalition of evil now, and that's the, uh, the coalition of evil, for those of you who may be new to the program, that's the leadership of the Democrat Party, that's the Communist Party, that's the socialists, the fascists, the atheists, the Muslim fundamentalists, you know, those kind and gentle people that believe if you're not a Muslim, if you're a Christian or a Jew and you don't want to submit, that we're either going to cut your head off or we're going to force you to live in a state of dehemitude, okay? And uh, they also have the right to rape your women. They have the right to lie to you and not be in any violation of any moral law because you only have to tell the truth to a fellow Muslim. To a non-Muslim, it's okay to lie as long as you're putting forward the interests of Islam, okay? And they call it holy deception, the concept of tikira, okay? And we can go on and on and on about the Muslim fundamentalists, which is written right in the Quran. Okay, now this is nothing. This is not my interpretation of the Quran. This is what the scholars of Islam say. Okay, and so these are all members of the coalition of evil, folks. And so, if you're a part of that, there's there's a standard that's very lax and very loose. And if you're a part of our coalition, then we're gonna bring the law down on your head like a ton of bricks. And that's just, and so that's a recap of the seven C's of a successful society as we want to welcome Mary to the program from Williamsburg. Mary's a longtime listener and supporter. Uh, God bless you, Mary. How are you doing today? I'm well, thank you, Brother Craig. Good, good. What's on your mind today? Well, Brother Craig, I'm angry. Uh, you talked about the primaries, and there's just too much finagling that goes on. Oh yes, yeah. We have so, to we have to stay the course though, and uh, and vote who we think is going to be the best person in the primary. But then, Mary, after it's over, we have to accept that decision and see. In the time the fight is not after a choice has been made, the time the fight is in during the process. Well, I have. I'm again 
calling for E.W. Jackson to pull out of the race. Because mm-hmm. he, can't, he can't win against Kane, but he can win the nomination in the primary if the Democrats vote for him. So, Well, um, Mary, like I'm, to- I'm going to respectfully disagree with you on that. I think any of the three can can potentially win. Now, will they win? Now, that's another question because I can't tell you the number of times I've told these Republicans how to win, and very few listen. The only one that listened to me was Dave Brett, and he's the only one that won. Now, the rest of them did not listen, and they all lost, okay? Well, and Dave so, Brett is very strong, so I would have been with you on that. Well, but he, the first time he ran, though, the, he was an unknown college professor, and he was going up against Eric Cantor, the second most powerful Republican in the United States of America, and who had control of the money, okay? And so no, it was seen to be wrong. impossible. And I'm the only news analyst that predicted uh, Dave could win. I even had to convince the campaign that they could win. Well, he's got a strong message. And when you hear Dave Bratt speak, then you get convinced. Yeah. you don't. That doesn't happen with E.W. Jackson. He was out blowing kisses to the, the gay community the other day, just whatever really? the wind is blowing. Wow, you gotta eat. I'm gonna Google that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I would. Ne- <laughs> now that one is news to me. Okay. Well, that li- not literally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not literally. Yeah, I, I know what you mean, but he was being weak on the issue. Listen, if he's serious and he's a serious conservative, he would put his ego aside and let us have the candidate that we think is going to do the best job when they get to the Senate. But see, Mary, life, but see, Mary, that would be wonderful. And uh, it it would also be wonderful if Democrats would wake up and see that they're a member of the coalition of evil and just come over to our side. That would be wonderful. But that's not life. We, you know, people, you know, the EW has a right to fight for the nomination uh, Corey Stewart has a lot of people say the same thing about Corey. Oh, Corey, you should just drop out. And they're wrong. Corey Stewart has the right to fight. And it's the same thing with Nick Freitas. They say, oh, Nick, you're young. Why don't you wait your turn and let uh, EW and Corey fight it out? They're more veteran. And, you know, so uh, you can make that case for all to all three of them that they should bow out and let someone else have it. But you have to take it. You know, no one's going to give you anything. And like out in the jungle, if you had three lions and uh, and you have a pride of uh, 10 females and uh, one of the three male lions is going to have those females, trust me, nobody's going to walk away. They're going to fight. Even if two of them die, they are going to fight. Well, I'd feel better if the Democrats weren't allowed to vote in the Republican primary. But because the way that's set up, yeah, uh, there, it's destined to fail. Now, pretty boy Freitas, I don't know if he knows it or not, but he's being used. There's no way he's going to make it from delegate, state delegate to senator. Well, yeah, they said the same thing make- about Trump. Oh, he can't make it from businessman to president. But here we have President Trump. Now, is if Nick wins, then Nick has to be as aggressive as Corey Stewart has been. If Corey Stewart wins... Corey Stewart has to kind of tone some things down and understand that there are people that are with him that he already has, and now he has to grow his coalition. 
And, and if E.W. Jackson wins, you know, there are things that he has to do too. Now, any of the three can win, but will they win? You know, when Ken Cuccinelli won, I tried to convince Ken that he needed to be very, very tough and aggressive, but the grand old party uh, infiltrated his campaign and they watered him down and he ended up being just another politician, which is that's not how Ken cut his teeth. You know, you have to be who you are. And uh, but well, you I have to be depends. very strategic about it. And he was not strategic. And I think the people that came into his campaign did not want for someone from my generation to win. I'm a Gen Xer. Uh, several of you know, Corey is a Gen Xer. Um, Ken Cuccinelli is a Gen Xer. Ted Cruz is a Gen Xer. They didn't do. The, they do not want my generation to snatch power from the baby boomers. And so they are going to just. Uh, give up an election here or there in order to maintain their power base over the party structure, thinking that, well, next go round, we'll take it back. And it's not, it has not been working lately. Well, I guess it depends on who's making the evaluation because I look at substance and I thought Trump for sure could do it. And I thought he would do a stupendous job as president. And he's doing it. Yeah. He's giving us everything we want. Well, not everything, but no one's going to give you everything. But 80% of what we want, which that's always my standard, by the way, I always say that, you know, if I can get 80% of what I want from the Republican, I'm happy because I'm going to get 0% from the Democrat, you know? Yeah, but so. see, he's a man of substance. You can look at it in everything he's done in his life yeah. prior to running. Oh, he brings Same the— yeah, remember that saying, gravitas, back when um, Bush was running, and they'd say, oh, he's a lightweight, but when Cheney got on the ticket, oh, Cheney brings gravitas. Well, Trump brings his own gravitas. You agree? That's right. <laughs> but listen, Mary, it's it's been great chatting with you, and uh, and again, I really appreciate you and, and your support. You got it. All right. Thanks, God, you're welcome. God bless you. All right. Bye. And uh, and folks, I do want to mention that Thursday was um, uh, Holocaust Remembrance Day. And uh, we did, we reposted one of my old interviews with Holocaust survivor Anita Dittman, which was up on my Facebook and it was up on our website at The Really Real Deal. And I highly encourage you to go to our website, The Really Real Deal, and listen to my interview with Anita Dittman. Now, I did this interview, uh, I guess, maybe five years ago, and it's it's a little over an hour long, so it's quite long, but you will be fascinated. You will be riveted to listen to this woman who actually survived the Holocaust and wrote a book and made a movie called Trapped in Hitler's Hell. And uh, Jan Markell uh, wrote the book with Mrs. Dittman, and I'm just fascinating, okay, fascinating. And she uh, had a Jewish mother, a German atheist father, and she became a Christian when she was eight years old. And she talks uh, throughout her book and throughout our conversation, which is up on our website at therealrealdeal.com, she talked about, how her faith in God got her through those years in the concentration camp. And so it was just uh, really, really some fascinating stuff. And uh, we, we may have time for one more quick phone call uh, here, and uh, we'll be able to put your name in the uh, drawing for the Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. 804-454-1366 is the number 
804-454-1366. And so, uh, but with that, yeah, I, I highly encourage you to go to our website. And, uh, and while you're there, folks, hit that donate button. I mean, freedom isn't free. And if you want to have a watchman on the wall, if you value me being a watchman on the wall, or if you're even familiar with that, where do I get that term watchman on the wall? And uh, yeah, I, I shouldn't assume that everyone is familiar with that. And it's from the book of Isaiah in, in the Bible, uh, chapter 62, verse 6. I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem, which shall never hold their peace day nor night. Ye that make mention of the Lord, keep not silent. And so, and my prayer is that I always fulfill that, uh, that I would never keep silent, that I would be the watchman on the wall. I am one that does make mention of the Lord. And so when the Bible says, keep not silent, I don't take that as a suggestion from the Lord. I take that as a command from the Lord. And so I think you can trust me after 10 years that I will continue to be a watchman on the wall. I will not keep silent. And as I stand behind this microphone, I depend on your help uh, because freedom is not free and it's not free for me to stand behind this microphone. So uh, we appreciate the support. Go to the website, thereallyrealdeal.com. And uh, click that big red donate button. Or if you're the type of person that likes to send a check in the mail rather than do an online donation, uh, the address is right there on the website. Uh, but if you're listening, you can write it down now. It's The First Amendment, Inc. The First Amendment, Inc. That's who you make your check out to. And the address is 8659 Staples Mill Road. 8659 Staples Mill Road. Two three. And I also would like to remind you, please, please come out and support Middle Resolution. Uh, we're bringing Sebastian Gorka, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, we're bringing him to Richmond this Wednesday, April 18th, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Delta Hotel Marriott downtown, 555 East Canal Street. Tickets are $50.85 per couple. Go on the website of the Middle Resolution and order your ticket. Uh, that has to be the last word, folks. Check us out tomorrow morning uh, right here, 9 to 11, as we replay last week's program. God bless you, Richmond. <laughs>